evading detection, terrifying hunters, and surprise uncertainty. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name is Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. And joining me today, he's your only friend, it's Kyle. Bold of you to assume I'm a friend. <laughs> this is deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's not your only friend, it's Adam. <laughs> I don't even... I I tried to think of an OnlyFans joke really quickly, but I <laughs> I wasn't quick enough. <laughs> it's not your OnlyFans, it's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's a little glowing friend, is Baka Zombie. You know, bioluminescent, baby. Yeah. Nature's little quirkiness. Oh. <laughs> So, I think uh, something we can start out with real easy to work our way back into this. Did, did Kyle get a haircut? No. No, oh. he got them all cut. Got him. Oh. oh <laughs> Bad. Probably not Bad. all of them, though. Oh, I guess I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your beard just looked more sculpted today. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I no, thought it's so. Be- it's because you're wearing a black shirt, so you can't tell. Oh. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> uh, that shouldn't matter, because most of the time, by the time we're finished recording, his room's pitch black, so it's well, just his head anyway. He's already a floating head, because he's wearing yeah. a black shirt in front of a black bed. <laughs> I think uh, some more surprises we could be talking about. Uh, I want to know... What's something that surprised you about your character so far? He's not dead. That's fair. I have a lot of characters, so I, I'm never surprised by mine. Because <laughs> they don't have a lot of time to live and breathe. <laughs> I guess I wasn't expecting Darius to be as angry as I've played him. Mm-hmm. He's got a real temper to him and just like yeah. takes no bullshit. And I didn't expect that going into it. But it's well, I was gonna say, we, Yeah, we, we've, we had like a, a mid-campaign like surprise where we discovered that his real flaw was getting real angry about people not giving him information he wants. <laughs> yeah. Like and that kind I, of plays into it a bit <laughs> with the angry. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know where it came from in game, but he just has such a low <laughs> or such a short fuse. <laughs> yeah. Just a low tolerance for everything. in life. <laughs> Really, truly, yes. <laughs> I can see why he works so well at Grafto's, because Grafto also doesn't want to, like, deal with nonsense. It's just all about get the job done. Yeah, him and Grafto, Grafto's like, I need this many swords. Darius is like, great, I will give you that yeah. many swords. Perfect. And then they we both don't need hop to talk off anymore. to their own corners. <laughs> I didn't expect Valum to adopt kid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect him to be a father so early <laughs> he's a child himself everything else i've expected <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know that i necessarily have anything like that stands out yet yeah because she is still the uh doesn't really want to talk to people for extended periods of time kind of person very she's still very in her own uh world 
as it were mm-hmm. with that uh she has like what she's trying to do just awkward she's still like hanging on to this massive amount of guilt and depression I do like that she goes into conversations wanting to get something out of it and instantly just like, oh, okay, I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any kind of resistance. <laughs> it's weird that she has no time for this when she has so much time. <laughs> You'd think that she'd have a different approach to that. <laughs> like I said, I, I don't have much to be surprised about. Uh, I do ma- let you guys make all of the... Uh, the mission decisions <laughs> mostly so no i yeah i think that's a good that's a good warm-up uh we've got a lot to a lot to recap and the reason we have a lot to recap is because we built a mission last time and i need to uh, it just uh just a little it's we haven't recorded for two weeks so <laughs> i need to spend all the time i can making sure we're all up to speed on this uh so last time deep deep within a dark and terrible world we saw a snippet of darius's journey with gargak and and deborah in which they were trying to hide in the swamps from a hunting pack of sheerton fortunately a bubble snapped near them and the sheerton looked in their direction to see what they might find but with the quick thinking of darius uh he used shatter to get them to like huff off into a completely other direction keeping them safe for the time being. But back in New Veneer, Endian starts to ask Ildatha about what he knows because she needs to find her way to likely Dark World out of the few options because Darius is likely, there was four signatures of him possibly in Indigo. There was one in Fractera and one in Dark World and they think Dark World might be the likely one choice so he so endian needed to ask eldatha about what he can help her with and figuring this out because she needs resources after a little bit of pressing eldatha finally spills that he may know someone who can help endian lets thelum know about this and interrupts their thelum's bonding time as he uh was teaching his new adoptive kids how to garden and farm and Endian decided that she would go and give Rook a call to see if he could babysit the kids while they're gone. He agrees for a favor later down the line. At some point, Thelum goes to the marketplace to see if uh, anyone there might know anything about this auction hall so it could get more information. Uh, he doesn't really get a whole lot of much. He said uh, maybe that like they hear that the only way you can get to this place is by worshiping some ancient secretive evil god that that watches the auction house with an ever watching eye after getting nothing he decides maybe pazuzu could help uh he goes into the ring brings the horn that uh the kids had stolen for him pazuzu inspects the horn uh cleans it up a little gives it gives it a little blow and smoke pours out into this smoke show as Pazuzu, uh, as promised, tells Thelum a little bit more about himself, in which Pazuzu tells Thelum that genies, certain genies, noble genies, uh, have this potential in them. Uh, and this is mostly a myth that's kind of lost amongst people, but it, there's this myth that genies, noble genies, when they absorb other powerful 
entities of the elements to complete all four elements that they might ascend to this form known as an avatar. And he reveals that the objects that he had given to him by Thelum all help him become it. A little confused by that because he's heir, he's been given this cold dragon egg and this hot nightmare, soul of a nightmare. Uh, Pazuzu also reveals that the reason he's been there the whole time is because at some point Thelum promised that when he died, Pazuzu could have his body, which would complete all four elements for him. But Pazuzu affirmed to him, live your life, live a nice, long, comfortable life. I'm not here to just take your life and go after power. I'm a patient man. Go forth, young Thelum. And with that, they load up the kids with Rook and they hire back Trundle to give them a ride back to the Court of Four Seasons, where Ildatha's contact is. Uh, it takes 10 days, but they finally arrive to the forest. They trudge through with Ildatha in the lead until they come to this small, quaint, unobtrusive little shack near uh, an opening in the canopies. And Ildatha introduces them to a Eladrin known as Nathaniel. And in that time, Nathaniel had Endian make her case as to why Nathaniel should help and eventually let them inside where they went deep into the basement, into their burrow to help explain what the mission was. I will recap what the mission is shortly, but before I do, we hear the sounds of crickets chirping. It's darkness everywhere. You just see slight ripples of water in the swamps. You see brush slightly blowing in the wind, but you hear a lot of chirping. Gargak stops. I, I feel like we've had this pattern often enough that I stop immediately yeah. as he does as well. Yeah. Uh, he turns back to you and Deborah. Dish, dish isn't good. Did you hear that? I hear the crickets. This is bad. I didn't expect them to get so. They've got louder. That's not good. Are we expecting more of the the cheering? Cheering to show up? No, it's the devourers. Meat-eating plants. That's what's making these sounds. It must be a big one. I'm assuming this is another move-away type situation. It's a problem. We might be too deep in them. Oh, this is bad. It's a smart one. And the cricket sounds stop. Um, I mean, I now have my head on the swivel for any yeah. hostile-looking plant life. <laughs> yeah. He's also kind of, I think we might need to just run as fast as you possibly can. All right. Okay. Just remember... If we, if we break apart at any point, and he like points back up to Compass, that's where you need to go. Best of luck. You guys book it. You guys start running. The splooshing of water as vines rapidly like shoot out of the water as they try to grab each of you. I need 
a dexterity saving throw as you are uh, the initial like trap is set off. You're looking to beat a 13. Um, I got a 15 on the die with a plus two as a 17. Nice. Uh, are you are you carrying Deborah? Have you been yeah. carrying Deborah? Okay. I, well, I figure at this point, or like on her traveling, like some sort of like a, she's probably piggyback, but like like an, a small child baby Bjorn type of a thing. Yeah, like, like you're some able sort to of a harness. Yeah. yeah. You start running. The initial traps you're able to to duck and dodge out of the way. Are you using like your, are you using your uh, like your stealth armor? Or are you in armor at all? Um, yeah, I'm still. I've had my entire time my stealth armor, so I'm right. a little bit faster. I got 35 feet. If that's yeah. So right. so that's helping you just like slip through and 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 just uh, uh, jump over things as they start like getting in your way. And so now what I need is in uh, 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 an athletics check to continue running through what is now uh, more risen out, like massive vines with like these weird flowers at the tips. Um, you're trying to beat another 13. Um, not going to make that with a three on the die. I can only get that up to a seven. I can't get it up to a 13 with any of my stuff. So as you're going through, uh, you're, you're, you're trying to break through and get past, but then too many of them are like latching onto you at once. And they're starting to go, and, and Deborah is starting to like have like a panic attack behind you. Um, as all these th- these things are like grabbing a hold of you and like keeping you from from moving forward. I mean, I don't know if I can do anything. Whenever I have the opportunity, I would, um, since they seem to be attached to me, I'll um, I'm gonna blast off a thunder wave just to like remove as many of the vines from me as possible. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you just you 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 cause this thunder wave to go out, <laughs> and actually, when you do. Not only do the vines from you immediately let go and like wither back, maybe like every like six inches, a new vine is up and this is all around you and they all immediately scatter back down into the water, leaving you an opening to run through. And as you see, Gargak is is a little bit ahead of you and he's yelling back, Darius, hurry! He's got like his, he's got his like hands on his ears. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just like pulling myself out of the muck and the mud, just like I'm fucking trying. Uh, and for there, we are going to, as you guys are running in through this water, getting past, we will cut back to a little bit of a more peaceful night. What was Nathan? What does Nathaniel's typical day look like? What was Nathaniel doing leading up to the events of his? of their new guests. I feel like Ildatha probably since Nathaniel was at home basically caught them on a rest day because I feel like um, on other days uh, they would be like doing not patrols but like going through the area that they control quote unquote in the forest just make it like anything that needs to be taken care of any issues anything like that Um, so Ildatha probably knows um, Nathaniel's schedule well enough that they would be home on this day. So probably like minor repairs on equipment, getting like pulling together supplies that they would use as they're going out and about on these small uh, ranging trips. Okay. Yeah. So you you got all this and then slowly at the evening, you get that knock. Everyone, you lead everyone down. Uh, how, how is your home? Like, is it like very messy? Is it very sparse? Like uh, what kind of stuff? would their place be like 
Uh, probably pretty sparse. Um, again, they have like that small upper level that's pretty, um, is really just an entrance down into the actual burrow that they've made for themselves. Um, furniture is probably like a couple of logs that have been, that are just used as chairs and then like a larger one as a table. Their bed is probably honestly just like a collection of furs and such, like not a true bedroll or bed frame or anything like that. Um, and yeah, then, yeah, you, pretty... you really only need to trance, so it's not always necessary to to need a comfort bed, comfortable bed to to sleep in. Yeah, um, yeah, and pretty pretty sparse, like not a whole lot of worldly possessions. Seems like, and the others would notice as they would come in. Anything of value, they carry on them. Like they mm -hmm. have uh, a shield probably near the entrance, um, a cloak that they're wearing, and then a nice set of boots. That's the three nicest things that they own. That night, down to the log log table and log chairs, discussing what the needs are. Uh, so last time we, we built the mission, and, and to summarize again what your mission is, Nathaniel would let you know that the people that likely would know how to get to Dark World is a group of goat-like centaurs that live in the north. They are referred to as the Pen of Light. Uh, they live um, not far up in the in the nation of Zeradon, but in that bordering mountains uh, between the court and the and Zeradon. So you know that they have the means to do so to help you get to Dark World likely. You probably have not talked to them in, you've probably had, obviously, I mean, you specifically might not have had it, but you know that your groups do not get along. You know, you're aware of each other. You do not get along. You do not talk to each other. So you have not made any kind of connections with them, likely in a very, very long time. And that is because Nathaniel knows that when the pursuers of Synthoth first arrived in Fractera, they tricked the Pen of Light into giving up a very uh, important artifact to them. And that caused a massive immediate rift between the two groups. So you know that you can approach them, but they will very likely not like any of you, particularly. You also know that Nathaniel would have explained that the Pen of Light, they had a very, very similar relationship to the world that the Pursuers of Synthoth do. While they might have their primary goal, like the Pursuers of Synthoth are a group of druids that track Synthoth, the larger moon, um, in the astro, like in, in the, how it moves through, through the sky. And that primarily is because the green only has one moon. So it's a very, very big departure from them. So when they came over, that was, something that helps them try to map that and, and have their goal may be with that. So, but they also have another relationship to uh, Fractera, but yeah, that. same with the Pen of Light. And I don't know, would, is that something Nathaniel would share with them? Um, because you, I, I'm just saying this because you know that the Pen of Light likely would not approach, would not like you guys unless you could give them back their artifact. But you also know that 
the pursuers of Synthoth hate Endian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I don't think I would explain that initially, okay. mostly because I would... I think I would try to have a private conversation with Ildatha to see, like, mm -hmm. what does Endian know? Like, Endi okay. like Nathaniel knows that Endian knows that she got a like a unicorn killed or like a unicorn was killed under her watch yeah but nathaniel doesn't know if endian knows the significance of that yes okay so we'll 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 role play that shortly nathaniel also would know that there has been a issue in the northern northern mountains as well where a a pilgrimage of some like a a new a religion that has popped up known as the New Green and that they have camps up north and that they're basically they worship a being known as Sharuma who is said to also be up there as well. That's like just a watchful thing of like keeping because obviously you're in this forest you need to know like what's in the area around the forest as well. So it's something that's just information that you, you have gleaned popping up. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess uh, 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 Nathaniel would know that the, cult, uh, the, the the new green faith is basically converging on a point where the unicorn's remains are. I mean, it, it really does become an opening of like, do you just try to go to the centaurs anyway um, to see if they'll do it? Do you preemptively go to the pursuers to get that artifact you know you have to watch out for this other stuff that's going on while you're trying to get yourself to dark world i guess in the as the night goes and and nathaniel asked to speak with ildatha they might you know go to a more private area uh yes nathaniel yes um how before we get the, the pen of light they are protectors of another queen's beast um yes they they watch over yes yes i will say um, much yeah i mean as far as i know yes from my time speaking with the pursuers yes that uh it brings in um obviously with the um people we are going to be traveling with um brings in some concerns does is the princess aware of the extent of her mistake? Not... I, I don't... I don't believe she is. I've not spoken with her of it because I know um, it would be... I'm not supposed to really be speaking to any of the pursuers and I knew that she as well would not... It's not supposed to be interacting with them. So I, I personally have not, but she has asked many questions, and I, I just, I, I unfortunately, disgraced to my, my honor, I, I could not answer them for her without also breaking other rules. Hmm. Well, uh, um, Nathaniel just kind of rubs their face a bit. I mean, I'm not officially a pursuer anymore. Um... Okay, that is that is good to know. Thank you, Eldatha. Um, and yeah, uh, head back in. 
Princess Endian. Yes. Um, Ildatha said that you are um, have been inquiring about Queen's Beasts. I have, yes. I come across a group that seems to be hunting them, and I'm trying to find a way to stop that. But I don't know much about the Queen's Beasts. What do you know about them? I know that they were used as a connection to Prisma by the, the Queen, and she gifted each of them something to protect, but not much else outside of that. All right. So that you are aware of what we are going to be going into, the Pen of Light are protectors of another beast, which, while we have no business with the beast, will complicate anything that we wish to do with them because of what has happened previously. I, This is already going to be quite the delicate situation for multiple reasons, and I did not want that to blindside you when we will have to eventually approach them. There is also the matter of the hostile relationship between the pen and the pursuers, my uh, previous circle, which also will not garner any goodwill towards us. Is this a situation where I should not be myself when we meet with these people? I mean, it would be best. I don't... They would not take kindly at all to um, the Princess Endian waltzing into their camp in any fashion. Um, If you believe you can maintain that falsehood the entire time, it, I think, would only be worse if it then came out later that you had infiltrated their camp under false pretenses, but I don't know which would be better. Would we be able to get what we needed if it, if I wasn't myself? Um, what we need is knowledge from the pen, at least. So, it will take some communication with them, as opposed to getting in and taking an item, which could be a quicker mission, but... I suppose my question is of would either the the pen be willing to give up information or your previous circle be willing to give what we need if it wasn't somebody that held a position, but just a random Aladrin that came in asking for help getting to the Dark World? That is the... You not being you makes the situation easier, much easier than we only have to deal with one set of harsh feelings. I'm able to disguise myself if we feel that's the best path forward. But I leave this decision to you for you know the intensities of what we are getting into better than I. It may be best. I I don't know if the pen would see us at all if you came as you are. I don't know with both the princess and myself, even as a previous member of the pursuers. I don't know if they would speak to us at all. I may be able to speak with them since I am no longer affiliated with my circle anymore. That may give us some leniency. That is what I wish. 
we shall do. So you're just heading up to the pen? Yeah, I think so. Because if it's... I don't... Uh, I mean, Nathaniel doesn't want to start with trying to get the artifact back from the pursuers, because that's <laughs> a pretty hard ask and a pretty big betrayal, even for a circle that he's not associated with anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, so Nathaniel knows that uh, it'll be about eight days journey to get up to the pen. So it's going to be a long journey. Ildatha, are you, uh, were you planning on traveling with us, or do you have other matters to attend to? You're I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to be in the, the court of the Four Seasons right now. I'm supposed to be on vacation, so. And you not Can you come not... back from vacation early? Uh, and this isn't. I've not your... been ordered to return from leave yet. No. Were you specifically told not to remain in the court? Yes, I was. I was told to go out on on a leave. Hmm. Interesting set of circumstances there. Who ordered you to do that? Uh, my eldest brother. Does Endia know if she technically supersedes his eldest brother within line of power? Um, it's weird because it's two different families, obviously. But yeah, that's the thing. It's it's very complicated because they still hold like high positions. But I think in the if it was between you and the brother, likely the brother. If it's between the king and his brother, likely the king. Okay. Because he does work directly under the king, and the king approved it, so that would be a between. Otherwise, he would the king would have been like, "What do you mean you're going?" <laughs> <laughs> well, if you must, then um, I wish you the best. Are you not leaving the court of the Four Seasons? Is I don't know. Oh, you're going north, so you're like going into like some border mountains that are like okay. Not... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if the pen was still within the court or not. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I mean. I will only be traveling to the court for insert appropriate time yes. here. And then we will be outside of the court again. All right. Then I think I shall also fly north. <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, and as yeah. they travel, Indian's going to be here like full cloak up. So she, if, if they come across anybody that she has to disguise herself for, then she has time to do so before they see who she actually is. Actually, so you guys are heading up north. Nathaniel knows that it's going to be cold. Uh, I know uh, Thelum doesn't mind. I don't know what Nathaniel and Endian have for cold weather. I'm assuming the Court of the Four Seasons gets cold eventually. Like they have. Yeah, yeah. You go through months. the you go through winter months up here as well. Um, I just didn't know yeah. if you had stuff on you guys uh, because I know. I don't. Yeah, Endian is the one I was most thought about. Yeah, I mean, I don't specifically, but I would assume Nathaniel would have winter-appropriate gear, um, just because mm -hmm. there's a very bare-bones character sheet, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that's fine. Clothing. <laughs> otherwise, I would also, right. I have desert clothing. <laughs> um, otherwise, because, I mean, it's well taken care of, I would essentially scavenge from the furs and such that I use for my meditation to at least, like, get cloak-like stuff for Indian um, so that she isn't as exposed. It's not true winter clothing, but um, or any other I probably don't have a spare set of clothes, but or it's not like she's running around in shorts and stuff. It's like yeah. full pant and full arm. It would just need to be insulation that she needs. Yeah. So furs would be the majority yeah. of what she need. So yeah, I would scavenge from there just uh, furs for 
makeshift cloaks and um, things to tie around for extra insulation. So then, yeah, uh, as you guys are going through, um, you make your way, you're cloaked up. Cloaked up. Can I get five D100s? So five percentiles as you guys are heading northbound. Northbound and down, load it up and truck it. Who wants to roll the first D100? I got a 41. I'll roll the second. I got a 50. Kyle, roll the third. I was looking for my D10. Don't tell me what you were doing and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 90. Okay. Um, 100. Oh, okay. Mm. Those three of them, right? Yes. Those three, yeah. Two more. I got a 77 was... on the next one. Okay. Al, do you want to do the last one or should I? Did you roll really high again? Really low. I feel like low is bad because we've been fine on high rolls. Well, he just hasn't said what they are yet. Got a hundred. Oh, again? Okay. I just waited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so between Nathaniel, Endian, and Ildafo leading this party, you're able to navigate real smooth. Uh, nothing, no real issues go through um, as you're you know, getting out of the court and into the season. As you notice, or through this, throughout this travel, the uh, Fomorian moon has approached full moon uh, overhead, and you know your as you travel into the mountains, it is Synthoth is going to be full as well very shortly as they trade places. It also uh, Nathaniel would probably know this very well. As you're approaching the mountains, you are also getting into the autumn equinox. Hmm. Endian's birthday has basically passed halfway through this journey. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm old now. Yeah. I'm how old Your leaves are now? falling. I'm 77 <laughs> now. I like how I said that as if that's how trees age. <laughs> <They're legal. laughs> that's, that's not at all how they age. Um. <laughs> okay, yeah, you guys get through this smooth sailing. No, no real issue. You know that the problems you were going to face were not wolf attacks, uh, were not bears attacking. You know the trouble you would have found was if a wandering druid would have seen you, or if any scout party of the royal family would have seen you, because that would have probably sent ripples. But you are kill them all. sure that you <laughs> sure that <laughs> like the painting, uh, you're sure that. Uh, <laughs> No one has seen you or spotted you as you've made your way through. And you, you start into the mountains proper. One, like, essentially the night before we leave the court proper, I would ask Endian, um, what name are you going to be going by? Um, God, it keeps changing my head. I've had one for a little bit and it constantly, I forget how I pronounce it. Needy? <laughs> yeah, Needy. The opposite of Endian. <laughs> um, Melodia. Now I gotta write it down so I don't forget. <laughs> You're just gonna say Andy in my accent. <laughs> Shit. Um, and I would look at, uh, it, as part of that conversation too, I would look at both um, Thelum and Melodia and say, "Are um, how much of your mission are you willing to reveal to the pen? I lean um, into Melodia. <laughs> Our mission is to just what, what was our mission again? Cave Darius. Oh, okay, okay. I was just making sure. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think it would be. Yeah, just bad that our friend is trapped in what is it called, Dark World. <laughs> I, was, I was saying, thinking the the Faerun version. Uh, yeah, telling telling them that we're trying to retrieve our friend who was sent to the Dark World. I don't think has any repercussion. Repercussions. All right, I am just checking before we go in. We're already going to be misleading them slightly, so yes. um, I wanted to make sure we were on the same page before um, entering, because it is going to be tense. Also, Thelum, outside of just my name changing, I'm also not going to look the same, just so you're aware of that. What are you going to look like? I'll still be... Eladrin, just different colors. What if a fight breaks out? I don't oh, know how you look like. I, I might punch you. You'll see me as we're walking in. I'll be wearing the same clothes as well. Oh, okay. Um, also, I think punch, like, I'm going to shoot you with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> After that exchange, Nathaniel just kind of like shares a look with Ildatha like this? Yes, it's it's very strange out beyond the forests. I spent mm. a lot of time in the cities recently to see what could cause people to be so different. Alas, I have yet to figure it out. Thelum here so doesn't surprise you, Thelum. <laughs> You'll see me differently before. Hopefully, a fight doesn't start. But if it does, you would I have seen me. What? I've seen you in a. I've seen you in a ball gown. Yes, but <laughs> when I change, you will see me. After that, I just don't want you to act surprised when you see somebody else because that will give it away. Thelum. Did you know I was the owl that was flying with you in the forest? There was an owl? Well, what's your passive perception? <laughs> it's 12. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. I will say, I want to say, Thelm's been distracted looking at the fauna. Flowers. The flowers. He wants the to see the if The fauna is the animals. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he wants to see if he could try, if it doesn't seem dangerous, the flower itself. If he wants to get some seed. Get some what? Seed. Seeds? See if it'll grow outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think outside that's Outside of easy. its local area. Uh, the, like, this whole, like, forest le- area leading up into, like, towards the mountain and up into the mountain. Like, it's very well-preserved nature. It's It's not very tread on and there's a lot of variety in stuff that's grown um so yeah you're able to get quite a bit of of collect a lot of different i guess a variety of seeds and stuff like that uh of the different stuff different uh flowers both exotic and maybe tame yeah if, if darius would notice this kind of like slight darius. fascination or not darius <laughs> sorry i'm not darius <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Okay. Mission uh, over. Let's do a mission. Um if Nathaniel would notice this um slight fascination, um they would use druid craft like at night at the camp to help um oh. essentially like bring flowers to their seeding stage if they're not already mm-hmm. there um to help uh Thelum collect seeds cuz that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, so you guys start heading up into the mountains. It's getting colder. Indians having to like everyone's gonna have to lay start layering on. Um, you know, you still probably have about three days uh, between 
Nathaniel and Ildatha scouting as birds. You, you're probably able to use that kind of as a... You wouldn't? You can't? I can't be a bird because I'm not a high enough druid. Oh my gosh. Freaking... Freaking... fucking landwalker. He's got, he's got two to four arms. What the hell? <laughs> multi-class fool. Who multi-class? Sniff the ground I, more, why don't you? The Indian. <laughs> Ending <laughs> one level fighter. Um, we need so many more levels for me to fly. I think it's level seven to be able to fly. So <laughs> Ildatha, druid, right? Ildatha as an owl would scout uh, as necessary um, to look out for signs of the druidic camp just to help you guys find your way. But you guys said three days to go through there. I would like... Who is leading the pack? Bellum. <laughs> probably be Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah, I kind of assumed I was taking points since I'm at least okay. roughly familiar with where we're going, at least like how to get into their lands. Bro, let Bellum shine. He knows he wouldn't shine is the problem. <laughs> All right. Um let him go. I would like a survival check by Nathaniel. And you're not looking to necessarily beat a DC, but for every five you get above 10 is going to help a different role. Would it be at okay. advantage because uh, Ildatha is also helping him? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, the first one was the best. I got a 17. Okay. Um, so next I want a percentile and you can plus 20 to that. I believe it would be Endian who hasn't rolled. The rest of us have already rolled two. So oh, oh, I'll do Anka, it. You can roll. Hey, uh, you shouldn't have had me roll. At 22. Uh, I know. <laughs> 16 plus 20 equals 36. Okay. Better than a 16. Obviously, we want high. <laughs> All right. Um, Ildatha swiftly swoops back down oh. to the the crew. There's... We've been spotted. By what? A, a, a manticore. Oh, well, I'm not going to disguise myself for a manticore. What the hell? <laughs> What's a manticore? What's a uh, manticore with you? <laughs> that, I don't... It, that's not even a joke. <laughs> you just said a sentence. <laughs> Anything that's not that even a pun. <laughs> Is is oh. immediately be turned into that joke. Uh, <laughs> what what kind of terrain are we in currently? Uh, mountainous, snowy mountain. I, I guess uh, we'll say more tundra since it's the first day. Can I attempt to hide as it's on its coming on its way. I'm going. Uh, yeah, there there are trees around, um, and and like snow drifts and stuff. Okay, I'm gonna attempt to hide then. I'm going to cast uh, Pass Without a Trace on everyone. Almost as, oh. like, once Ildatha oh. says that it's a manticore, and I'm assuming <laughs> Nathaniel knows enough that there are badass things um, we're trying to avoid uh, detection. Films her shoving seeds into his back. <laughs> um, so with Pass Without a Trace, I got 37. Because <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> So you you're you're hiding behind trees with a thirty-seven. Sorry, I I was I realized I didn't have a certain token. So um, what what was? I know you were trying to hide also, right? Trying to avoid a detect. 
detection, Nathaniel? Yes, and I can both, on that same turn, if it's important, I can cast Path Pass Without a Trace, and because of my cloak, uh, Nature's Mantle, I can hide as a bonus action. So I take kind of my outer cloak and then wrap it, and also try to hide um, after I cast it. Okay. And, um... Thelum, are you you're sticking around that aura? Or are you? Yeah, see everyone hide. I'm gonna jump into a bush. I do kind of want to get into a fight though, because I want to see how Nathaniel does in a fight, but I don't necessarily want to fight a Manticore. I could probably down it one round, <laughs> especially because I'm hiding. True. That's three shots at advantage with Sharpshooter and all my other shit. Ooh. Plus, I need the XP. I need to get to the next one. I need to surge. I need to level up too. <laughs> Not for anything, just for health. Sounds like we're just killing this manticore. <laughs> you thought we were hiding to escape it. It's hiding for for an ambush. Like thing. <laughs> Have you met Endian? No. <laughs> Nathaniel hasn't. Just knows that she fucked up protecting a unicorn. Hey, I was not even level one at that point, all right? <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> it is your problem, because now the unicorn's dead. So how about that? Well, <laughs> not my problem you couldn't protect them. It's my pr problem died. that you didn't. <laughs> I almost died trying to protect a unicorn. Girl crushed my rib cage, and my owl saved my life. And now my <laughs> owl's dead. <laughs> Oh, okay. everything around me dies. <laughs> uh, can I get an initiative from everyone? Uh, yes. yes. Why did I think I had advantage on initiative? I don't. I do. Okay. What'd you roll I, then, smartass? I only got a 15 because I, I haven't been rolling 22. the best today. <laughs> I still only have a plus one to initiative. <laughs> uh, what was Stellum's? A 22 also. 17. <laughs> Well, you have the higher tax, so you go first. <laughs> what was Nathaniel's? Uh, fifteen. We long rested since we come here. You, yes, you've you've. Did I had... talk to a bird? I think yes, I did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you've why, you've spent like yeah, you spent like a week uh, in oh, right. there, and then you've just traveled for four days. <laughs> so I can speak with a bird again, dude. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> All right, Endian, you, uh, as I'm going to bring you to this map, you are closer to the bottom left, behind a tree. Yes, I am. Holy um, spit. The, the manticore is about uh, 60 feet in the air, and it is flying towards your position. Because while it may not know where you guys are now, this is where it spotted yeah. you guys to begin with. Yeah, 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 yeah. What uh, ending will do, I'm going to cast a spell. Don't worry about it. It's going to be Hail of Thorns. I'll cast Hail of Thorns, um, and then I'm going to hold my action for if it seems to be... If it if it spots us, like if, if, if it's descending upon us because it spots us i will launch some arrows at that idiot okay next would be thelum so you see this giant man-faced flying lion with a scorpion tail start just homing in on your place we, we want it dead right if we can avoid it don't draw attention to us oh 
<laughs> his, arms, his, his arms start glowing, then stop glowing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Darius would have wanted something from <laughs> Darius isn't here. Uh, if that's it, then Nathaniel's turn. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... I'm gonna hold my action if it gets within, like, melee of us. I'm going to Wild Shape. Um, which I would be turning into a bear. But I'm gonna hold that in, um, if it gets within melee of us. Okay. Because that's all I can do. Because I'm not a ranged person. <laughs> Uh, then Ildatha's going to follow suit with you all and hold off. The manticore is... Uh, it, it, it starts flying towards the area. It's descending a bit, but it does not look like it knows where you are. It actually... Did Thelum and Nathaniel roll stealth at all? Yes. Oh, um, yeah. 18. 18? I got a 30. You got a three. The manticore starts heading down. Doesn't look like it sees anything at first. And it looks like it's about to turn around when then it looks like as it's like turning around, it looks like it's about to like flick its tail at somewhere. And Dan, if you want to get your shots off that you prepared. Yeah, it does look like it's about to attack. Yeah. Do I have advantage? Yes. I'm going to sharpshooter all of these. Uh, the first one. Oh, damn it, Andy. And you stinky little stinky. It's usually a plus 10 minus 5. So it's plus 5. 16 on the first one. First one hits. I'm going to roll that first because it has the uh, hail of thorns on it. which So it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I get to add 10 on top of that. So 18 points of piercing. And then depending on its save, it, it takes fail, more. It failed to save. Okay. Uh, takes five points of damage there um, from the Hail of Thorns and then the second shot ooh, that should hit uh, uh, 23 to hit on the second one that'll hit uh, and I'm going to make it my favorite foe 20 points on that one okay the second shot good thing oh damn it the last shot I think misses which is my extra damage shot kind of sucks uh, yeah, I only got like a... Well, hold on. Yeah, yeah 10. So, yeah, that yeah that's going to miss terribly. Uh, yeah, so you shoot three arrows at it, two goes in, one uh, launches thorns into it. It doesn't really avoid it. It already really moved, but it's like mid-swing, so it's going to do a... Uh, it's going to do some tail spikes to Nathaniel. Yeah, I figured... Uh, because Nathaniel, it got a 22 on his perception. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good perception. Yeah. I rolled <laughs> a nat 20 for it, so I was like, ending, I'm not gonna get 30, I couldn't get for Thelum. Uh, Ildatha rolled, like, just above it, so I was like, okay, well, it's the only thing it sees in the shiftingness of this stuff. It sees, like, some of the orange of your of your hair or something. First one's probably gonna miss. That's a 10. Yep. That's a 10. And that's a nat 20. Okay, yeah. If you want to give me a percentile, does Nathaniel get off his held action before he gets hit? Did he have one? Yeah, he um, was holding 
Wild shape. I had one to wild shape if someone came within melee. It, melee range, oh, which you melee. did. Yeah. Correct, yeah. correct, correct, correct. Um, that's a 65. That's a dangerous critical. Oh, we're losing our fucking guide before we even get there. Pinned. The attack pins your foot to the ground. Make a DC 14 strength check to free yourself. Take an additional 1d6 damage each field attempt. So uh, basically, it's just going to be regular damage, and then you just have to try to make strength checks to get out of it without... Uh, that is eight piercing damage as one of the spikes, uh, like nails down as you're crouching down into your, into your leg, into the ground. Okay, that okay. is its turn. So it's back to Endian. Um, barrel roll. Oop, that's not the right thing. 10, 15. I'm just going to be kind of like over here and take some more shoots, shoots and ladders. I'm going to sharp shooter this, even though I don't have advantage anymore. Fuck. It's a natural one on the first one. I'll roll a percentile. Ooh, yeah, percentile. I, this is my second natural one. I just had advantage last time, so I <laughs> skipped out on it. 26. That would be a awkward fumble. Burn? That fits Indian. Well, <laughs> cramp. <laughs> you take a 1d4 penalty to your next two attacks. God oh, damn it. Bad cramp. <laughs> um, I'm rolling like piss. Okay, so you will take... minus five from a sharp Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Cool, cool. So, yeah, what? so 1d4 from your next two. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's the rest of your attacks this turn. I only have one more attack this turn because oh. it. I only have three attacks on my first shot. Um, oh, okay, okay. So how about a negative four? Negative four. Uh, yeah, so you, you dashed over here to try and shoot. You, like, slipped on the ice a bit and got a cramp missing your attack and then like because of that same cramp you miss your second attack tell him <laughs> you've just seen this commotion <sighs> what no what can you do oh there's blast <laughs> is the manticore on the ground or is it still it's flying? in the air it's in the air okay yep oh okay thank you for saying that i was yes. about to go in yeah it's about thir- it's about 30 feet in the air it was starting to come down, like, to look around, and then as soon as it saw Nathaniel, it went to strike and got struck. I should have went up the tree. I would have bonked it. Oh, well. Uh, I started blasting. I'll just blast. So anyways, I started blasting. I would have avoided all this if I just used rope trick. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 12. That does not hit. <laughs> That's not hit. That's correct. Oh, that hits. 18. That does hit. One of your thunderous bolts bonks him. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five. I need it on the ground. I need it on the ground. Am I am I within range of its tail? Yes. Uh, oh. For the the because it shoots out spikes from the end of its tail. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can I? No. No, I cannot. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> you right. I was gonna try to see if I could dash using a key point or a run without getting hit. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, it couldn't just attack you while you're running anyway. Oh, it can't. So, no, no. Sorry. When it uh, attack of opportunities for doesn't really work for range. He's doing a range of thing. Oh, and and it wouldn't work with that. I keep thinking the tail's melee. Uh, yeah. No, no that's I'm that's gonna... fair. Usually, but not in this case, because he's throwing spikes is what he's yeah. doing. Okay, uh, I'm going to... Can I run to the nearest tree so I could possibly climb it? <laughs> My next turn. And you use, use your cover. action. 
Oh, you already attacked. So yeah, yeah, you could run yeah. to it. Yeah. So there's the one that Indian's next to, or there's there's a few others. Not the one that Indian's next to. Then yeah, go ahead and uh, I do that. Okay. Um, Ildatha bursts from hiding, and he starts using his his multicolored feathered cloak. He starts using that for uh, flight, and he's able to get that to like flap like owl wings for him. Uh, and he like flips his his wing upwards and feathers dart out from it trying to attack this thing first one's gonna hit the second one's gonna hit third one's gonna hit fourth one's gonna miss and fifth is gonna miss so three of them got in uh and he shoots it for 18 damage as these darts fly from its his cloak into uh the manticore then it's the manticore's turn and it is going to book it Ray, uh, we won. Yeah, so it, it looks like real battered and like bloody at this point uh, as it starts to fly offwards. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're in range, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you'd like to. It's your, it, it is your turn. No, no I'm what? not going to. <laughs> Where was I? Did I, I skip you? get a turn. Oh, sorry, Ildatha. We just know you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're You're stuck to the ground, that's right. Um... Sorry, okay, well, well I'll, Ildatha will go after you, uh, but, so, or we can just add you in now before the, the Manticore runs. Yeah. Um, okay, you said it is a, is it my action to try to pull out of this spike, or just a check? A check would take your action, yeah. Okay, cool. So you can either um, stay there, or you can try and rip it out. Um, I'm going to do a third option, and I'm going to face step uh, 30 feet towards this manticore. Mm. There you go. Yeah, you're free of the pin. And I am going to... um, Yeah, I move uh, 30 feet so that I'm basically underneath it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's too high up. All of you would notice. Indian would probably especially take notice. Um, As I land, there is this small, like, gout of flame that um, uh, envelops me as I land, melts some of the snow around me. Envelop me. And then <laughs> I think I'm just going to shoot an ice knife up at this manticore. Ooh, that's a 19 to hit. That it? Animal's bloodthirsty. I need a dexterity saving throw from it, please. Uh, fails. Cool. Um, it's going to take nine piercing damage, and then ooh, another nine cold damage as as it explodes. Yeah, and as an Nathan- after the fire or as the fire is uh, dissipating, some of that melted uh, snow, Nathaniel just like throws up into the air, coalesces into an ice spike into the creature's belly. And one last thing <laughs> for my movement. I fly up 30 feet. I activate my boots of flying um, as small wings appear out of his nice boots. So I am now level with the manticore. Uh, you're going to have to hold on for that. Okay. And you should make a uh, dexterity save. That's a five. So the ice knife launches into this thing's belly and just erupts with ice shrapnel. And the thing drops on you. <laughs> you were unable to get out of the way, uh, so you will take six uh, bludgeoning damage as this thing collapses on you. <laughs> but you guys, he had—he would have had uh, two health left. Uh, I brought him down to two health with Ildatha, and then 
Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, just just the slightest little bit could have killed him. Uh, he was already wanting to run away, uh, but he was already in the middle of striking uh, Nathaniel when Indian dropped him so hard. <laughs> so he's like, nope. Uh, yeah, so this thing just collapses on top of you. Uh, I guess as everyone tries to come help dig you out of <laughs> the snow and the unless you want to teleport again. Um, I probably wouldn't. What I would probably do is turn into a bear and then just like, because I'm then a large creature, oh, yeah, just yeah. force my way out. This thing just <laughs> falls uh, onto someone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you guys, yeah. Uh, the manticore of the mountains uh, has been slain. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be too bad because it is a CR3 monster. Uh, but its spikes are pretty pretty ugly. First day, that's really mostly the trouble you guys get into as you guys are coming through is this stuff. I would like to take some part of this as proof that we killed it. Probably not its head because that would be a bit cumbersome to take with us. But yeah. um, possibly like uh, what remains of its tail spikes like chop off that end of the tail oh, with the spikes yeah. on it still. Like the tail stock where you, so you just get the tail bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you get this you get this manticore tail as a as a prized possession as you let the corpse slowly get drifted into snow and freezes. Actually. Oh yeah. That one would take something for Darius. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he has high enough survival to try and well hopefully high enough survival. He has a plus five yeah. to butcher this thing. But yeah. he just doesn't know what to take. <laughs> what the if fuck are magical? <laughs> if we could get some of the tail spikes. I don't know if Nathaniel let you have a couple of them or not. Oh. Hey, um, hey Nathaniel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Nathaniel. Um, you, um, can, can, I, can I take a gift for a friend? Oh. Yes, of course. Um, I and like I'll pull out several of the tail spikes um, for Thelum. I it's I um, my thought was if this is close enough to the pen's grounds that we may use this as a goodwill gesture that we've slayed a beast that may have been praying or near their lands that we have goodwill towards them. What? If, well, wait. Um... I don't know if this is applicable to because uh, different cultures but a town we visited there is a great beast that protected them I don't know if this would be the same for the centaur I'm assuming not but what like would I be aware of any of that type of situation for the pen of light um, either give me a history or a nature. Uh, wait, not nature. Um, Could I do a religion? Give me a nature or survival. Or history. Either, either of those three. Um, we'll do survival because that's my best stat. Oh, so close. It was almost a 19, but it rolled to a 9, so that's an 11 total. You've not heard of much of anything about this manticore at all. I, and, and like I've said before, you don't keep tabs on the pen of light either. So it, what happens up here, you you know somewhat notable things like the new green faith, but the 
maybe this this thing has Manticore just has not been on your radar. Okay. Um, I'm not aware of anything like that. I would imagine if they did venerate any creature, it would be the creature that they protect, um, as opposed to something that protects them. Hmm. Uh, you're the expert. I, eh, I'm not of the. I'm not. I'm not of these lands. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I also don't. Um, mostly, what I've heard is rumors and um, major events. I don't know much about the pen themselves beyond um, generalities. But yes, uh, certainly. And again, I'll pull off five, six, yes. four, five. How many ever you would want of the spikes? It's like how how much you would be willing. Yeah, I think I would leave a couple on there just as like, yeah, like this thing wasn't <laughs> decrepit when we found it, like it and we fought it, essentially. Yeah. And you have a wound to show for it. Uh, yeah, is there anything you guys want before I bring you to the nighttime? Bring on the night, baby! Bring yeah. on the night, baby. It It's getting to drop in temperature quite a lot. Again, the manticore is the only thing they've seen that's that was troubling for you guys on your way there. You might have seen like sparse fauna, like like hairs or something like that, but nothing really of note so far. Are you doing like a campfire or are you guys just trying to keep it low key? So far, you don't know what's out here necessarily, but you, you haven't seen anything either. Um, I need a fire. I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not against having a fire but would rather not if at all possible just because if we are getting into more tundra like or mountainous area i know we're going to be more exposed um with any sort of light like there's nothing to really hide behind unless we can find some sort of a little cave we can duck into yeah but i wouldn't i'm not going to stop us from having a fire yeah so as the night goes on i need indian to make a con save with advantage Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, that's a uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're able to get through the through the night between the fire and the furs. Um, you're 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 doing pretty warm like the rest of them. So, what is going to go on now is uh, we're going to do a little bit more scouting for day two in the mountains. Um, if Nathaniel is doing the survival, he can do the survival with uh, advantage because Ildatha is able to keep scouting. Um, yeah, sorry, I was yeah, no, no problem. taking my official long rest so that all my stuff reset. Yeah, uh, also remember, we're still doing slow healing. So you can heal with resting with your hit dice and then um, but you don't go to full after a long rest. You just get yeah. more hit dice stuff. You just refresh all your hit dice to use. Yeah, so I have to do that real quick. Real quick, like, see. This is the first time we've had combat over days. <laughs> Everything has been like, you you spend a few days, you get into the shit of it for a few hours, and then you go home cranky. <laughs> uh, you're, it's, it's, you're traveling up. It, you're, it's getting to be more steep and rocky. There are still trees. Uh, they're a little bit more sparse now. Uh, but there are still like pines and spruces as you're you're, you're making your way up. Uh, it's very rocky. Um, you know, it's going to start getting um, to be hard trekking. Hard trekking. 
You guys are on the west or eastern side of the mountain range as you're heading up. Uh, you might see out into beyond whatever like snowfall or clouds. You might see like a um, in the distance the view of the bay where the the bay of water that separates the court and the and Zeradon. It's a nice ocean or ocean Riot view. What? Horizon Zero Dawn? Horizon Zero Dawn, no. <laughs> okay, sorry. I switched out a spell yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, survival, you said? Yep. Advantage, because Ildatha is scouting with you. Ooh, um, that's a 19. 19. Ooh, so close. All right. Uh, add another, uh, add 10% Ooh. to the percentile that would be a plus 20 for the survival and a negative 10 for the campfire who wants to roll this one Kyle. 75 Ooh, nice. 75 way better than last one wait with a plus 10 yeah 85 85 <laughs> nice. all Mark right not allowed to roll percentiles anymore <laughs> <laughs> as you guys are getting into these rocky terrain you Note a Ildatha uh, a little bit more casually than than he was before comes back down to two guys and he flips back and he's like, um, "I see, I see people." Um, are they? Uh, do they? Are they centaurs? Do they seem to be of the pen or others? No, I I believe they look like a scouting party of 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 orcs. Mm. Do they have any green on? Well, green clothing on them. <laughs> Could <laughs> be gray orcs. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, n- no, they don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> they might. They might just live in the outskirts up here, or they could just be a scouting party for Zero Dawn. I'm unsure either way. They wear no official bearings, at least. I mean, to be safe either way, I can still disguise myself. We'll, we have plenty of days until we get there. I'll get them back. Plus, it'll get them used to what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> slowly introduce it to him. <laughs> yes um, also I mean if it doesn't take us too far out of our um, way we can avoid speaking any interactions um, that would be better not knowing what their intentions may be what's so Zeradon is the nation on the other side of the mountain range yep it's like the tundra that like so the mountain and the base split off into Zeradon, which is uh, ruled by a dwarven king also known as Zeradon. I believe it's Zeradon the third. Yep, Zeradon the third. This is not my strong, or Nathaniel's strong suit would, like, are orcs a welcome part of Zeradon society, or are they um, unwelcome there? So you know, like, the nation itself, uh, their largest population are dwarves. Um, it is also a. G- give me a history check, actually. Give me, give me a history check. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Endian also would be able to make this check. Uh, which kind of check was it again? History. Uh, history. Yep. Natural twenty for a twenty-three. Okay. Nice. Endian. So Endian. I'm a diplomat, you know. Yeah, because Zirdan <laughs> is the bordering to the north country uh the nation of Zerodon is 
used to be various different populations lived there. However, they were always fighting and warring. And even before the Librarian Association helped kind of usher in an era of peace, Zeradon specifically became united under a leader named Zeradon. And so they named the nation after him, a dwarven man. And it's like kind of a united nation of dwarves, trolls, giants. There are a lot of outskirt tribes that as long as they're not a hindrance to Zeradon, they are they live peacefully. So like, for instance, this uh, the Pen of Light live off on these outskirts, you know, in these border mountains. Um, there might be orc populations, um, maybe gnome populations, such words that are populate this entire area. So it's not like they're 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 more of independent uh, factors, I guess. Okay, these orcs likely. Yeah, they um, are probably working on their own. But now she does. She like waves her hand in front of her face, and her like the her visage changes to that of a. Uh, Eladrin with like a lighter pink skin with freckles and like darker pink hair, this thick hair that comes down and like chunks into curls. Um, Indians of VTuber now. Essentially. <laughs> and she has like her eyes are sky blue. Um and she has a little it's like a it's like a um a flower bulb that's opened up as her hat. She's essentially a, a 90s cartoon character focused towards females. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like... Like, if she had giant butterfly wings, she'd just be a fairy. <laughs> yeah, like the... Oh, the fucking Digimon. Like, that aesthetic. Oh, kind of, yeah. yeah. Except it's it's, it's a, like a green flower yeah. bulb. That's her hat, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, you're, they're coming through. They don't look like they're immediately aware of you guys. Yeah, okay. just kind of stay away from them. And it yeah. doesn't look like a royal anymore, so that's probably good. <laughs> they don't just find a random royal wandering around. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you guys like hiding out of the way, or are you trying to, or are you just hoping that you guys can pass each other without issue? Yeah, I wouldn't want to hide because I don't want them to think we're trying to ambush them. So just mm-hmm. like trying to move around them, giving them enough Wide space. Earth. Yeah. But not yeah, not specifically hiding. Uh, so you guys start getting you're, you're a little bit distance from each other, but eventually they do notice you guys and they they halt. Hail! I look up. <laughs> it's probably better if we don't let them do any of the diplomacy between groups. I've kind of gathered that. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, hello, well, uh, well met. What brings thou here? We have... You're a long way from home. Yes. Um... My lifestyle is one of a wanderer. I have business with one of the tribes here in the mountains. Which tribe are you looking for? Um, oh, I guess is the the pen of light. Are they another druid type circle or are they like? Yes. What? Okay. Um, I have business with another circle here. Uh, the pen of light. Uh, they stop. They start like murmuring to each other a bit. What business brings you here? We're a scouting party for our own tribe. We live in these mountains. We mean no disrespect if we have crossed into your lands. We will be on our way as soon as possible. What need of you with the pen of light? That is more information than I wish to give out to strangers on the road. You understand. It is 
not dangerous times, but we have just met. Uh, they stop and they start murmuring to each other again. Any of them um, are there? There's three. <laughs> if I see, can I can I can I just uh hold an action? Just if one of them starts grabbing for a weapon, yeah, I'll start blast. <laughs> Is there something that any others could assist you with out in these parts? I do not believe so. I have specific goals. Why? Is there something wrong with the pen? Do they have some troubles? They murmur to each other some more. As they sound like they're bickering at this point. Do, uh, give do, me a persuasion do, check. Ooh. Do they have some warm coats for you guys? That's a six. <laughs> I don't... Not Neither <laughs> of my characters are charisma-based. <laughs> Our idiot is charisma-based, unfortunately. <laughs> Look, Are my deck friend... is higher than my <laughs> Are you friend or foe to the pen? It is very unusual that you would know of their location up here, let alone their existence. As I said, they are another circle that I wish to entreat with. Even in the basest of terms, many circles are aware of each other. We do not communicate often, but it is beneficial for sharing of knowledge that we have general whereabouts. It is very clear, then, that you have not spoken in a while. What happened? Yes, what has happened to the pen? I suppose you shall see on yourself if you make it there. Can I do a fucking insight check on these dudes? Yeah. They're broke. Son of a bitch. I only got seven. (laughs) I got a fucking two. They're just so hard. They're hard to read. They're so far away from you, and it, they're you guys are like shouting to each other in the in the winds. Even like regardless of the insight check, mm-hmm. um, Nathaniel's hackles are a bit raised. Um, yeah, and even almost unconsciously takes a slight step forward. What has happened to the pen? Has some has something befallen them? I would like to not walk into unknown situations. It is clear that you that thou art. Going to be walking into unknown areas regardless. But if you are meant to find them, then you will. And you will find less than you hope for. Uh, and they start walking back. Or start walking, continuing their walk. Why are they speaking in riddles? <laughs> speaking in why riddles why were they lying about the weather? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish I knew... I don't, it, I haven't worked with orcish tribes before. I haven't been in, I don't believe I've ever actually traveled in this area. So I don't know what they could even be referring to. Oh, shoot. Do I know? Let me look back at information that Nathaniel knows. Nothing. Eh, likely. No. Um, so Nathaniel, <laughs> um, I mean, it could... This green pact, or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, New new green. green. Um, Perhaps the... uh, The pen and them had an altercation? I don't know why they would, but... um, Perhaps the pen did not come out on the winning side of that. Well, the new green are looking for the queen's beast oh i can't remember did you even mention the new green to us earlier i know it was mentioned to you i can't remember if you said anything to us about it though 
Oh, I think I would have. I don't think yeah. I've like actually okay. said it, but that wasn't that wouldn't be something I would withhold. Okay. Um, then that wouldn't have been something I withheld either. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that. I mean, may complicate, but may also make our lives easier if there are fewer of them. There are then fewer. They're in a more desperate position than um, previously. So that may work in our advantage. Maybe the ones I hate, Endian, are gone. Mm. I think as a group, they dislike me. Not just yes. individuals. Well. But if this new green is hunting the beasts, then they may soften on their position um, with that new knowledge. But we should continue on and see what these orcs speak of then. All right. And you continue on and night starts to fall. No longer hot. It's no longer <laughs> hot. Uh, you are now in a point where both moons almost look full, but they're not quite. And we shall leave it for next episode. I was wondering. I was looking yeah. at the time. I'm like, this is yeah. a long ass episode we've recorded. No, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you want to talk to me about how long recording is, you can hit me up on Twitter at BumbleScum, that's with a K. Uh, if you want to uh, ask about uh, how long we record for usually, you can always hit up IDL at underscore RPGS. Wait, did I say that? <laughs> at IDL underscore RPGS. Okay. Uh, if you want to just talk to your fellow bookheads... <laughs> You can always use hashtag IDL. If you would like to ask Adam what Nathaniel knows, but Endian doesn't, uh, you can always hit him up at Twitter at Little Growth. If you would like to know, uh, if ask uh, Zombie about where they are in the world, you can always hit him up at Zombie or at Zombie Baca. And uh, Kyle can't hear you. He's he's in a tree, or he's walking to one. He's got his AirPods in. He can't hear you. He's got his AirPods <laughs> in. He's looking for hail. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>